The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Great Hat SEO Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're talking to some great SEOs to learn what separates best practices from bad behavior in search. And joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead SEO strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc. Today, Jordan and I are going to talk about what we consider to be white hat SEO practices. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here is my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Search Metrics Inc. Jordan, welcome to Gray Hat Month on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, I think our listeners today are going to actually learn a little something new about uh, these topics. I have to say that this has been one of the more challenging months in terms of finding SEOs to talk about their experiences because... For lack of a better term, we're going to talk about some of the shady shit that we've tried that didn't work. No. <laughs> and to start off, I'm going to tell you a little story. Are you ready? I'm ready. Once upon a time, there was a general marketer that launched a site called strumschool.com. He worked at eBay with his buddy Jordan, and he got some SEO advice on how to build a content asset. And this little marketer, was running his website and he was building content the right way. And he was finding different ways to create content at scale to the point that he had hundreds of guitar-related pieces of content. There were how-to videos. There were transcriptions of favorite songs. There was definitions of various guitar parts. The site was beautiful and people flocked to it. And it was a happy time. 
But the digital marketer got greedy and wanted to charge for his content. And what he did was he tried to put a filter on the content so someone could come in from Google and see one piece of content, but not the next one without running into a gated experience that he had to pay for. And the implementation wasn't one that was very successful. And the big bad Google came to the digital marketer and said, no more search traffic from you right when the marketer was about to sell the site to someone else. (laughs) Boo-hoo. Poor digital marketer. Now, Jordan, here's the saddest part. That's a true story. And that digital marketer was me. What did I do wrong, buddy? Apparently, I stumbled on a black hat SEO strategy when I thought it was a white hat SEO strategy. This is something we all have to worry about, isn't it? It is. It's surprising how little attention we give to it. But it is something that often, just like in your case, we stumble into these scenarios unknowingly, unwillingly, and then we have to retrace our steps. So in my case, I was trying to replicate a user experience that I saw from other brands. There are plenty of gated websites that enable Google to crawl and serve links to their content. The New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, right? These are subscription websites. That's what I was trying to build. And so I was under the impression that this was a white hat strategy. The devil is in the detail. Mm -hmm. So let's talk this month about what white hat is, what black hat is, and what gray hat is. What's some of the, the area that isn't necessarily clear to SEOs about what they can and can't get away with? Today, what I want to focus on is how do we understand what is white hat SEO? What are the usage and optimization strategies and tactics that SEOs can follow to help search engines find and serve their content? Yeah, and white hat in its entirety is a pretty straightforward concept, right? It's, hey, follow the rules and guidelines that Google has provided. Now, as we're going to learn here, white, gray, and black, they each have a degree of subjectivity to them. And that makes it a little bit challenging for us to put really firm borders around what is white, what is gray, what is black. But in its simplistic form, it's really the application of Google's guidelines and policies. And one of the most important things, right, is to ensure that you are if you are struggling to follow those guidelines and policies, that you're asking for advice, you're looking and seeking for an answer. And like in your case, right, Ben, you created basically a doorway page experience. And a doorway page is considered against Google's policies. And that's what happened. That's why you got penalized. I think I got penalized because the SEO that was helping me didn't know what the hell he was talking about, Jordan. (laughs) Well, how much were you paying that guy? (laughs) I mean, are we talking in dollars or in beers? (laughs) Lots of beers. Maybe that's where the advice... We were in our 20s, buddy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, the advice wasn't so good after a few beers. Uh, uh, Maybe maybe I got the order of operations, as I mentioned. It's all about the execution. It really is. It really is. And that's actually white hat in its essence, right? Is how do you execute the guidelines and requirements of Google? Not, and this is, I think, the big fallacy, right? A lot of people think that it's avoidance. How do I avoid getting caught by Google? It's really not. It's about trying at its fullest integrity to apply these guidelines and requirements and to do them in a genuine way for your users. 
And I'm sure that you fixed the problem very quickly for your website. I'd, I'd love to actually know what it did, but it got fixed, right? And Google was okay with it. No. No, I actually didn't fix it. The engineer that I was working with then went somewhere else and didn't have a development resources and I had moved on and never ended up selling the business because the acquisition went away because the traffic died and then it died on the vine. Oof. Thanks, Jordan. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry to end on a sad note. <laughs> well, we're not done yet. The, the idea is that, you know, white hat versus black hat versus gray hat, it is not always a clean line, right? This is a gradient that goes from white to black. And sometimes you get into these practices like where I was, where, look, I thought a gated experience was fine. I'd seen it been done other places. Clearly, the Wall Street Journal is not being penalized in terms of SEO for having a subscription service, but they serve some of their content through Google and they enable some people to see the content that's that's searchable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the devil, like I said, is in the details. It's about the execution. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Let's just, going back into White Hat, how do you understand what Google's guidelines and policies are to make sure, and how can you check to make sure that you are implementing them in a way that doesn't get you in trouble? So I always love to start with the fact that the first piece to doing this right is, is education, education, education. If you're an SEO that's working at an enterprise, you're in-house, or if you're an SEO that's working at an agency, it is imperative to be both self-educating on these topics because they're constantly changing. They never stay static. And it is important to create practices within your organization to ensure that there's a base level of knowledge around certain key themes that Google is pressing. And I really fundamentally believe that this is the starting point to having a good SEO practice in your company or at your agency. Because without it, there's just no vehicle by which you can keep that constant education coming from. And it changes all the time. So I understand that if you're an SEO, right, you're going to be paying attention to Google's guidelines and policies and keeping up with the industry and listening to the Voices of Search podcast to understand what some of the changes that are happening are, specifically the last one. 
there are people that are going to be in your organization that are not SEOs. There's going to be engineers. There's going to be your, you know, boss, the head of revenue at your company that's going to say, you know what we should do? We should gate this content. Right. How do you make sure that your entire organization is following best practices when they are not spending the time to stay up to date like you would on SEO best practices? How do you de-risk all of the technical changes? There's a combination of things that you can do here to de-risk your business. And one of them is clearly ensuring that you are monitoring your website's presence in Google. It is ensuring that you know that there's no volatility that could have hit you. And so kind of staying informed with how is Google interacting with your content. And part of that is being reactive to the state of what might have happened or, or may happen. But the other piece to that is simply by having these track mechanisms in place, whether it's crawling, whether it's keyword rank tracking, whether it's looking at your own internal analytics, you are by virtue creating kind of like a health scorecard of your website and the avoidance, in an essence, of any of these risky situations. The other piece to this is I think what really good SEOs do when they're on the cusp of what could be considered a black hat or a gray hat scenario is they seek out advice. So they go out, they work with consultants, they work maybe even in some cases at some of the larger enterprises, like when we were at eBay, work directly with Google, and you try to find solutions to these somewhat ambiguous problems that you may face and try to seek advice to course correct. Because in many cases, there isn't a perfect blueprint. No one can like slap down a map and say, here's where you got to go. You actually have to find the solutions yourself. You have to be a problem solver. And you need to do that within the guidelines that Google has. I think the takeaway here is stay involved, stay up to date, stay educated on what's happening in the search industry. That goes without saying is a best practice for SEOs evaluate the health of your brand, of your domain, and try to get signals to see whether Google is penalizing you and see where it is happening so you can address it quickly. And the last thing is that, you know, you need to constantly be asking for help. Jordan, I guess the big question for me is when you're running into a scenario that you don't know if it's going to be white hat, gray hat, black hat, and and the rest of the community doesn't know, What's the strategy for testing? Can you test practice? You know, is there anything that's going to get you penalized? You know, what if you're not sure? Do you always stick to the white hat because the penalties are so severe? Or can you play a little fast and loose and run some testing? No, this is actually a great question, Ben, because this is what great practitioners of SEO do. They identify ways to create environments that reduce risk. And that's what keeps you in the white hat zone. That's what keeps you in a healthy place, applying Google's guidelines to the best possible practice. And that testing scenario changes based on the company, right? Some companies, they have a global footprint. So there's the ability to test in smaller markets and see what happens. In other scenarios, you have a variety of properties. So you may have multiple domains, multiple websites. So maybe you're able to test and, and apply in different countries. In other scenarios, you may be able to adhere to a, you know, a threshold. You might be able to say, I'm going to expose this experience to only 10% of my users and see what happens. And I think that there's two components to this, depending on the scenario. 
there's the first component, which is understanding the reaction of the user and, and applying your own standards. And then there's the applying what will happen when Google crawls or reviews this particular change. And those two things are not necessarily simultaneous. And so testing by itself can give you a lot of those user signals that can lead you into knowing and understanding how this might impact you from a Google crawl or a Google review standpoint. So again, the takeaway here is stay up to date, stay in touch with what's happening on your website. And if you're testing a new strategy, ask somebody else who might have done it or find a way to have an environment where you can test your new strategy without necessarily putting your entire domain at risk. And that's your best bet to stay on the white hat side of SEO. Correct. Exactly. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website. Well, that's searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap. It's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss Black Hat SEO practices. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.